the Shaq I told you. Oh, God. You just gotta keep living, man. L I V I N. Oh, man. It's showtime. Hello, everyone, and welcome to P3 Radio. I am Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host and best friend sitting here in a tinfoil hat, Josh Briley. Say hey, Josh. I can't say hey too loud. They'll hear me. Right before the show started tonight, me and Josh started talking, and uh, he said he didn't have his cell phone because he thought clearly without it. And I made mention, I was like, do you think the government's hearing your thoughts? He goes, do you want the truth? And I said, well, just save it until we start recording. So, uh, what's what's going on, Josh? That's not what I meant. <laughs> that's totally not what I meant. That's what it sounded like. I'm well, just... that's the that's your selective hearing is what you took it as. But what I what I said was, I, I just was trying to stay away from my phone for you know certain periods of time, you know, hours at a time, because I tried that earlier. And when I was trying to think of stuff for the show, yeah, and it seemed like I could think of a whole lot more. I guess I've got ADD or something, and if I go to start researching something, it's like I get off on something else, right. and I'm, I'm, you know, studying other crap than when I should be trying to do work. You know, it's like the YouTube loop or the Facebook phobia, where you're like, oh, I wonder what you, you go to look at something, you just click on Facebook, and you're like. Oh, somebody, so-and-so's having a baby, or, oh, uh, so-and-so got a new job, and then you just forget what you were going to look for anyways on the phone. has nothing to do with anything you're doing now, but, uh, but yeah, it, I get it. I get it. You know, you, you want to stay focused. I actually get more of my ideas and more of my inspiration for things to talk about around other people. So, like, if you want to have me sit around and do nothing and not think of anything. Just put me in a room by myself. I'll go crazy because I can't think of anything to, to talk about. I am the polar opposite. I would rather be by myself. I mean, I, I will admit. <laughs> you will leave? No, no, no. <laughs> you know, we play off each other good with right. ideas and stuff. But I can concentrate, you know, a whole lot more if I'm trying to accomplish something when I'm just by myself. Opposed to, you know, being around. Pretty much I get distracted. Like, <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Right. No, I, I get it. Like, I guess I said that wrong. I mean, I guess what I meant was, you know, if you put me in a room with no one, I'll go crazy. Well, if you put me in a room with somebody where they can't hold a conversation, that would bother me too. Like, I couldn't stand being sitting next to somebody and I was like, hey, man, how's it going? They're like, yep. Like, nope, can't do this. This is going to drive me crazy. You know, there's a blue million people like that in the world, so... So how's everything been going, man? Halloween. How was Halloween for you? Did you do anything? Well, I went to my parents' house and, you know, they passed out candy and whatnot. And I ate McDonald's on the porch. (laughs) (laughs) That's my fake story. That's what I'll tell everyone. Uh, You you ate McDonald's on the porch of your parents' house. Yeah, that's where I was. While they passed out candy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we went out trick-or-treating. I, I wasn't rolling yards. Yeah. No, we've gotten past the age of rolling yards. By now, it's like, if you're doing that, it's... You I know, want to kick your ass, <laughs> opposed to try to help well, you. Well, not only that, you're just kind of like, 
you're the guy that breaks into the football field at 3 a.m. on a Friday night just to relive his glory days like Wooderson on Dazed and Confused. If I ever had any glory days, it wasn't on a football field. I promise you that. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, we went trick-or-treating. I mean, like anybody else. Um, How much candy did you get? I, you know, I dressed up like Batman. Yeah, we did a, my, me and my daughter dress up every year. She's uh, five, as you know. Last year we were, uh, I was Superman and she was uh, Wonder Woman. And when I say I was Superman, like I went all out. I shaved down like to bare face. Like I haven't shaved down that way in like since I was in high school, probably maybe a little bit before, a little bit after, whatever. But so I got a wig and put it on. Yeah, I had people that I didn't like that didn't recognize me that I've known for like 15, 20 years. And I was just walking right past them. That wig looked like Adolf Hitler. Yeah. What? Like it I did. was wearing a wig that looked like the entire embodiment of Adolf Hitler. No, like, just the the hair the, swoop and all that. The hair I feel like your Adolf Hitler was more of a hip guy like Ryan Seacrest or something. <laughs> like uh, he's from American much, Idol. He's like, pretty much Adolf Hitler too. I don't too. know if you looked at that hairdo very well. I mean, I could pull it up for you if you'd like, but I mean. I think you're just trying to not see it. <laughs> did you just, did I set you up perfectly for that or what? What's going on? That is not a Hitler haircut. Uh, anyways. Okay. Anyway, so Halloween was good. We got through it. No major incidents here. Uh, I discovered that going to recreational places like churches and trucker treats uh, you get way more candy with way less work. Yeah. And I think that that word is out because we didn't have maybe like two or three trick-or-treaters. And most of the neighborhood didn't have hardly any trick-or-treaters. Like maybe 50 went to my aunt's house. Um, well, evidently. <clears throat> see, the thing about trunk-or-treats and all that is, you know, when we were kids, they didn't have that. They did, but it was like well, in places that, like the mall. Well, it's not, I guess, but... It's like a lot more of them nowadays, and it's yeah. almost like that's the thing to do now, opposed to going trick or treating at houses and stuff. And you know, the thing I hate about trick or treats is having to wait in the lines. That's something you really don't encounter too much at houses. Well, the only thing about houses is you can walk like three blocks and get maybe a sack full of candy. Or trunk or treating, you can just walk through a parking lot and get the same amount, if not more, candy. So it's really less work for more candy. Plus, you know what you're getting. It's either sponsored by like a church or an organization. And if there's something in your kid's candy, then you can go back and go, hey, what are y'all doing? You know, yeah. you aren't checking your stuff before you're handing it out. So there's a lot more liability there than just going next door to whatever guy is there and whatever person is there to get candy from. So When you were opinion. a kid... Did you, you know, all the years trick-or-treating, did you ever find anything in your candy sack that was a little weird, kind of, that's probably laced, or that's got something, I'm going to throw that away? I never did. I mean, I never found anything weird. Like, I would always get, before I get into that, did you ever find anything? You know, maybe like something I thought was unwrapped or or had been unwrapped, and I would just be paranoid and throw it away, but never anything, you know, poking out or you know what i mean right, it's no just razor blades a or blatant like you know infraction of halloween candy right um no i think if anything it was like the weird halloween presents like 
you know, baked goods wrapped in something <laughs> or, you know, popcorn. Where did you go trick-or-treating? Well, I mean, just, you know, you never knew what you would probably get around a neighborhood. And sometimes it'd be like popcorn bags and stuff that didn't even make sense. It was like just little things like that. It was like, eh, I'm probably not going to eat this. Do you ever remember those rumors like, yeah, so-and-so is giving out $1 bills or something like that? And you'd go to the house and they'd have sucky candy. And then his parents would come by later and be like, did he give out some money because he stole it from our purse? <laughs> that was classic. Uh, yeah, we had a friend, just for those in the dark, we had a friend sometime around 1996, 95, maybe. Uh, it was early 95 because... Uh, in, well, in utero was not that old. Well, we, we've talked about him before. We've had a friend that uh, was always like seeking attention. He wanted to be the hit of the show, the the life of the party. He wanted everybody to like him. And uh, one Christmas, he just comes by and he just starts handing out money. <laughs> $20 bills, $20 too. Bills. We're not talking about $1 bills. Like Oprah on a show where she's giving away stuff. Who wants a $20 bill? You want a $20? Here you go. You can have one. And I think I was one of the only ones that said, no, this is something's up. Something's up. I don't want this. Josh took one. I think I was the only one that actually took the money and ran to Walmart <laughs> and bought a CD with it before asked, they could get the money back. And nobody asked any questions either. It was just like, yep, this is what we're doing. And you just happened to come across. You earned it. You probably earned it. You probably. My mother never batted an eye. She took me to Walmart North to get, <laughs> to get a Nirvana CD. That's a good eight-mile trip. Yeah. Never questioned the money. I, I never had money. The biggest thing for me was like full-size candy bars. Oh, yeah. That was the the silver tuna of my age. But also, we got through Halloween pretty well. Uh, we got Thanksgiving coming up, and then Christmas, and the big holidays and everything. Um, got any big plans going on? Well, we're going to have uh, Thanksgiving November 11th. Now, Why are you doing Thanksgiving on November 11th? Well, you know how my family is. Most of them live up north and all that, and... Got to get a time to where pretty much everybody can be in the same place at the same time. And November 11th is pretty much the only time that that can happen this year. So that's when we're going to do it. We're going to have it at my grandmother's house. And uh, I guess everybody's going to cook over there or something. So you're actually doing it this weekend. Is it this weekend? This this next weekend, yes. I guess so. Yeah, if you're you doing say Thanksgiving so, yeah. next weekend. So if you're in charge of pies, you probably need to figure that out. I'm in charge of spaghetti and dessert. Spaghetti and dessert, like our forefathers brought. Exactly. The first Thanksgiving. Mamma mia. <laughs> the pilgrims weren't Italian. I don't know if Christopher was. Columbus was. Wasn't was he? he? Wasn't he? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe a Spaniard. <laughs> so yeah, spaghetti and meatballs. That'll be a great Thanksgiving dish, I guess. So Why not? But man, hey, I mean, we've been so busy that I haven't even been able to really... Not me and you, me and my wife have been so busy trying to get this house together. Uh, for the past year and a half, we've been working on this thing. And it's gotten to a point right now to where I have I, gotten tunnel vision that I haven't even started thinking about. Like Halloween was like an afterthought for a while. And then Thanksgiving and then Christmas are right around the corner. And I'm really not prepared at all. And we're just trying to get in this place. And it's like everything we do, you, it's like... When you used to have that shirt that had a loose string and you pulled the string and a sleeve would fall off. That is this house. Everything we have done, you pull a string and a freaking load-bearing wall falls in. You're like, oh, there's another three grand that we're going to have to pay uh, because we have no carpentry skills. 
no roofing skills, no bow hunting skills. We have nothing. We we had a bank account, but that all got drained. So, <laughs> have um, you guys had to put a new roof on that house? We haven't had to put a new roof on the house. We've uh, we've repaired it. And this is some interesting talk. I know for our listeners, you know, what they had to do was they had to take an extra layer of tar and uh, use that with the tar paper with some shingles. Uh, no, we hadn't had to put a new roof on it. According to uh, my wife, a couple years back, there was some storm damage and they repaired the roof in a bunch of different places and pretty much re-roofed the whole one side of the house. Now, mm. we're going to have to have somebody come by and re-roof our shed and maybe do some construction work on it. But it's a shed. At the end of the day, I mean, you just have your mower in there. and I mean, So anyways, uh, what's going on? Anything you want to talk about? What's going on with the cell phone, I guess? Well, you know, all I was saying was pretty much. Uh, no, you. I asked you. I was like, "Are you afraid that the that the government's listening in?" You were like, "You want me to tell you the real reason?" It's like, well, what it is, uh, I think they kind of knew what was going to happen whenever the the whole concept of the smartphone was released, and you know, you can see it yourself. Life isn't the same. It's not. You know, you go to dinner somewhere with your old lady or something and look around. It's like uh, most people, they're not even talking. Right. Kind of like what I was just doing because I was looking at my phone. Exactly. That's a prime example. They are somewhere else in their life not being observant of their surroundings. And the the thing about it is we've talked about you know, the age of interpersonal relationships and how it's probably gone and all that. And that's a legit prime example. I mean, more communication for someone under 13 is gained, you know, through a phone or a computer than it is even in person. They think it's ludicrous to address real-world problems in person. And we're not even talking about people that that get on a phone... And they lose themselves on that phone. We're talking about people that talk completely different. They have created a world for themselves where they're like Superman. They can say whatever they want. They can be anonymous. They can be known. They can have game with girls because they have time to sit down and think what they want to say before they say it. Right. As as like when we were younger, it was like we were not privy to that at all. It we was all to, whose line is it anyway? Right. You had to come up with it on the fly. It just sounds stupid. I mean, there was no edit button. There was no deletion. There was nothing. You were just you were just stuck. Stuck as a fly in honey. <laughs> That's a that's a good phrase. Why not? Well, you know, speaking of that, you know, my wife, she's from the South, and there's a lot of phrases and old sayings that she doesn't even know about. Really? Well, yeah, I say stuff all the time, and she's like, where did that come from? Like, one day I looked at her, and she was like, I, I gave her something, and she was like, well, this one's broken. I'm like, well, way to look a gift horse in the mouth. And she's like, what? I was like, way to look a gift horse in the mouth. What, you've never heard that? She's like, no, what are you talking about? I was like, that's an old saying. How could you have not heard that? What's some old sayings that you've heard that, you know? Like, here's the funny thing about it. My mom makes up stuff that you can't even Google. Right. (laughs) One day she told my daughter that she was a cat's ankle. I don't have a clue what that means. (laughs) I like it. I like it. You Google it and you'll get a bunch of pictures of cat feet. But I don't think that's what she meant. Me and me and my mother, we were headed to the store. I think it was last week, 
And she got off, you know how moms do, she got off on a tangent talking about how stupid something was. And she hit me with one of them saying, she said, that's dumber than a sack of owl shit. <laughs> I just lost it. I just I couldn't listen to anything else. I just started laughing. I couldn't help it. Like, where would that come in ever? Why would you even have a sack yeah, full of that? Why would you even do that? I mean, that doesn't even seem that doesn't even seem relevant ever. You know. And how do you attain that? Do you just go through the woods and and how do you know specifically <laughs> going under certain just trees that fair, owls frequent? Yeah, it's just calling fair catch under anything you hear. Hoo 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 hoo. All right, drop it. Yep, drop it. It's about time when they do those two hoos. It means it's about to fall. <laughs> it's going down. So I, rem- I wish I could remember some of the dumb old sayings that I remember. Nervous. <laughs> More nervous than a long-tailed cat in a house full of rockers. <laughs> well, I understand that one, but some of them have no, like... And then, I guess probably because they were thought up back in the day when more stuff was happening, where, where culture was different. Yeah. You know, it'd be like somebody making a joke on a roast about, like, well, Instagram now, and back then it would have made sense, and 20 years from now it probably won't make sense. Well, one that, that's always been, like, a, a trickery in disguise, I call it, is bless your heart. Yeah. Because it, it, you are being, it's like Southern people are notorious for being polite, you know, and no matter what, we're going to be nice. Bless your heart. That pretty much means you ain't worth nothing. Or I'll be... <laughs> I used to have a um, a family. I won't. Well, not a family member. I used to have somebody I know that when you would tell a story, the that they would always do this thing where they go. "Mm." So you'd like like just just say this. Say be like, yep. Then she she quit her job. Say that. Yep. Then she quit her Mm -hmm. job. Like she knew what you were gonna say, or they knew what you were gonna say before you said it. It was like they would. Mm, oh, Lord. Mm. That like, sounds like a, a, right that sounds like a Christmas at my house. <laughs> oh boy! You don't say. This is gonna come up really big on November 11th at Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Love it. Mm, mm. Mm. You don't say. Mm. It's always up and down. Like, mm. I remember, like, talking about them old sayings. Like, if my granny, she would, you know, stump her toe or, you know, drop something. Fiddlesticks. That's all she would. I never understood. She'd look at her and be like, language. Oh, I, I didn't know what she meant. And then a fiddle. It's a violin for a redneck. Yeah. What is, what? we have fiddlesticks. What does that have to do with anything? Though? I have no idea. All right. So we have funny southern sayings and expressions, slang. True Southerner knows you don't have a hissy fit, you pitch one. <laughs> so pitching a fit—that was something that Jim Cornette talked about in his podcast, or not Jim Cornette, uh, Jericho talked about. Jericho talked about in his book about how you don't make food in the South, you fix it. Yeah. So it's probably broken or whatnot. Yeah, I've heard this one before. He's got a bird in the saddle. Don't know what that means. His knickers are in a knot, which is panties are in a wad. Uh, she's having a hissy fit. Which I wonder where hissy fit came from. What's a hissy fit? He done got all in a tizzy. What's well, a tizzy? <laughs> I don't know. He has a duck fit one step above a hissy fit. <laughs> um, you're lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut. 
I like that. Uh, let's see. He's slicker than that. <laughs> there is a lot of talk about owl poop in old sayings. There Apparently, sure this is. littered the land. I uh, wonder was it you, was it in the same uh, uh, category as gold back in the day? Yeah, I mean, if you find a sack full of owl shits worth well, ten dollars, I want to say that in sixth grade that I heard that owls don't poop. And I might be wrong about that. We might need to look what that do they up. They do. They regurgitate waste. Uh, like uh, a like like a cow. Now I gotta know. <laughs> now do, I gotta know. Right do now. owls poop? Do owls poop? And this, if nothing else, this will be um, okay. So owls, if nothing else, this will be in, 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 informational, right? Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Owls swallow their prey whole in large pieces, but do not produce enough stomach acid to digest bones, fur, feathers, and scales. Because undigested body parts could injure the owl's intestines, the owls need another way to deal with those parts of the diet. That's where owl pellets come in. I remember this from sixth grade in Miss Lipscomb's class because we used to try to find owl pellets and dissect them. Yeah. But my question was, do owls poop? Um, I don't know. I still don't know if they poop or not. I know they make owl pellets, and I want to say... Co- uh, oh, oh. Poops and coughs up a pellet. They got a video of it. Well, let's look at the video. Why not? So they got an owl on the globe, and they'll take it out. Oh, yep, so owls do poop. They're getting their sacks ready. So this owl looks pure evil, by the way. Sure does. Just slap his little owl face. <laughs> All right, so. All right, so first off, this very miserable chubby woman here <laughs> looks very miserable and chubby. Um, I'm not gonna talk to you quiet, okay? I'm holding the live owl, <laughs> so y'all know. And yeah, it crapped on the floor. Okay, they do that. Like, okay, I'm gonna go off on a tangent here a little bit. I hated the teacher. That couldn't just go with it. Yeah. Like, I have what I've... I've been making these lesson plans all night. And when I pull the owl out, they're going to shut their mouths and they're going to listen. And then the <laughs> owl poops. <laughs> and they're like, oh, um, the owl pooped. Ha ha, that's funny. No, no, this is nature. You will respect it. You will respect what I have to say. And I'm going to talk like it was when I wrote it last night. In my lesson plans, I had to work on for 14 hours and I didn't get any sleep. You stop! You stop talking, young man. The owl poops. It does that. Now this is the hey. If you're gonna laugh, if you're gonna laugh, then you can just get out of here right now. We got a troublemaker over here, ladies and gentlemen. We got a troublemaker that will not be accepted in my room. Meanwhile, the owl is just scanning violently <laughs> for whatever's in the room. The the but, horns don't make it in. Yeah, either. or the ears. <laughs> they don't have horns. That'd be a scary owl. Great if they had horns. horned owl. Yeah, they don't really have horns. <clears throat> I was just going with the name. <laughs> it looks like horns. It was funny. Yeah. But but no, this is the owl, <laughs> and this is it. Be quiet, please. We're looking at that. Don't don't try to touch the owl. This Look is the owl. where you have hey it, where hey. you have it paused. <laughs> she looks depressed. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, that's probably from our personal collection, that owl. <laughs> Poor thing. And the owl's looking around. What, the owl? Yeah. 
Like she hadn't discovered batteries yet. <laughs> so they grab this owl out of the case and it craps everywhere, which clears up the whole owl's pooping thing, but apparently they can't digest bones. So we're gonna see if it coughs up a pellet here. And she's giving them she's giving these seven year olds. She looks a just stare. like the owl looks. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Just keep talking. I will I will put this owl right back where it wants to go. <laughs> Even the Cub Scoutmaster's brow beating them. Yeah, down. there's a there's a guy that looks like he used to work for some kind of highway patrol in the background and he just kept the shirt. And he's wearing this like yellowish orange <laughs> under armor before a, it was under armor. It's a Cub Scout troop. Um, yeah. The name of this YouTube video is Great Horned Owl Poops and Coughs Up Pellet. So if you want to see it, we are at minute, uh, we are 35 seconds in and already there's all kinds of weird things going on. So, let's see. Oh, and he just coughed up a pellet. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? So, apparently they've been feeding this owl pretty good because he's already pooped and then on command almost. It was like this woman has done nothing with her life and it shows. She's got but, the draws of owls. <laughs> but studies owls. She's like a weird Batman villain. She's like, watch, she's going to cough up a pellet right now. Ah, owl woman! <laughs> she's just like, squeezes his right talon. <laughs> and it coughs up a pellet. It's like, she's the owl whisperer. And I love how now the teacher, like this this owl has already crapped on the floor and then spits up a pellet and she's like, now it fits my lesson plans. I wanted you to... <laughs> now it's funny. Now, now it's funny because this is what we really wanted to see. Uh, she she fake laughs like nobody's business. Here. So they zoom in on what came out of his... And she barehands it! Okay, no, that's disgusting. So she... They just zoomed in on this tarp. <laughs> they just zoomed in on this tarp. <laughs> that one little kid. They zoomed in on this tarp, and they show this owl pellet. And she reaches down with her hand and picks it up. And, like, we've got it stopped at 129 right now. In the background, this one kid with no teeth is smiling. And this other kid looks like he's about to lose his, his he's gotta, square... He's about to lose his square pizza. He's got to go home and wash his eyes out with peroxide. <laughs> Owls usually eat their food whole. They gulp down a whole rat, a whole mouse, a whole bat, whatever it might be. And now I'm touching it. <laughs> if it's small enough to fit down there, oh, it's nice and warm. Mmm. Oh, wait, she sounded way not grossed out, but way kind of turned up by that. Totally. It smells horrible. Um, they swallow everything whole, so instead of it's not just swallowing. Kind of like she does. <laughs> <laughs> You're fat shaming. Watch, Watch your beef from Chester County, and you, you got to <laughs> see her next week or something. And the, and the skin, they're also swallowing the bones and the fur. And, um,. Okay, that was it, I guess. They just stopped the video there. Probably got grossed out. Yeah, but I mean, how is that helping anybody? 
You remember when we learned about rat, about owls? This is just like that. <laughs> like, how is that ever going to come up again? I can kind of see algebra and geometry in a way, but... Algebra? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> oh, these owl puns. Oh, boy. But no, I mean, I could see... I could see certain maths and English is coming back in life, but you can never be like, that's an owl pellet right there, and we need to go this way or else we're going to be lost. We're going to die yeah. if we don't. Oh, an owl pellet. We're saved. Yeah, we're saved. There's an owl pellet here. All right, that was a weird tangent that we got off on there, but so, yeah, so owls definitely poop. So Amongst back to southern sayings. <laughs> back to old southern sayings. She's meaner than a wet panther. Meaner than a <laughs> Oh boy, that's that's a southern saying. Yeah, we're looking at southern sayings right now. I've been running all over hills, half acre. Never heard that one. Never heard that one either. She's bruised. She's busier. Oh, I'm sorry. I looked, I'm sorry. She's bruised. She don't listen. <laughs> She's busier than a cat. What is that? Cat-covered crap on marble floor. She's busier than a cat covering crap on... Oh, you know. Oh, We don't have cats, people. I'm busier than a one-legged cat in a sandbox. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Busier than a moth in a a mitten? That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so everybody's heard running like a chicken with his head cut off. Right? You've heard that. I've seen it. (laughs) <laughs> the probably Thanksgiving is going to be on <laughs> November 11th. <laughs> um, Southern sayings about conceit and vanity. She's so stuck up, she drowned in a rainstorm. That sounds like an old saying right there. Uh, she stuck up higher than a light pole. I've always heard of the uh, um, people that walk funny. He's walking like a corn cob stuck up his bottom. <laughs> like, how in the world did that become a saying? Like, who? Well, I was running through a cornfield. <laughs> you know, I think back in the day, legitly, they used to use those to wipe before toilet paper became a thing. Corn cobs? Yes. Like, better than a leaf? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, it's got all them little recessed areas in it. <laughs> <laughs> really just scrape it in. Uh, he thinks the sun comes up just to hear him crow. Eh. That is pretty vanitized. Uh, Southern expressions about being cheap. (laughs) (laughs) You can read that one. I don't get it, though. He's tighter than a bull's ass at fly time. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't understand. (laughs) So cheap he wouldn't give a nickel to Jesus riding a bicycle. (laughs) What? (laughs) He's so cheap, he wouldn't give a nickel to Jesus riding a bicycle. These are real Southern sayings, apparently. (laughs) Why would you give a nickel to Jesus riding a bicycle? I'm as poor as a church mouse. He was so poor, he had a tumbleweed as a pet. (laughs) That just seems like kind of lazy riding. No, that was good. I like that one. Uh, These pants were so tight, I could see her religion. (laughs) I heard this one country girl at work the other day say, his pants are so tight, if he farts, it'll look like a mouse running down his leg. 
I, I like that one. <laughs> See, some of these are written phonetically. We're not just stupid and don't know how to read. Some of them are written Long phonetically. pulling past down. We see clear promise land. Uh, he's about as confused as a fart in a fan factory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. She's lost his last year's Easter egg. I've never heard that, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> Won't hit a lick at a snake. And I've heard that one before. I don't know what that means. So lazy he wouldn't chase a snake away. All right, so speaking of snakes. <laughs> and we'll get back to southern sayings in a minute. Speaking of snakes. Remember when we were talking about the snake that got in my yard? I never Jake saw the snake. it. Yeah. Jake the snake. Never trust the snake, man. Yeah. Never trust the snake. Yeah. So, <laughs> trust me, you, trust me. And what you'll be looking at is the soul. All the people who looked into the snake's eyes, and there they found the cold, dark reality of their perception of death. <laughs> what? <laughs> Longfellow couldn't have said it better. But no, I mean, speaking of snakes, you know, we talked about we talked about the snake that was in my yard a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I never saw it again. Been Good. looking for it. Uh, thought it was funny that day you came over to my house and I saw you looking in the flower bed for it and I just jumped and you went, why would you do that? <laughs> I said a lot more colorful yeah, stuff. Yes. But um, but no, I, that, I thought about a story of when I was a kid and my mom being the realist that she is sometimes. She doesn't sell property. She's just very realistic. She's real. <laughs> yeah. She, she keeps it real. She keeps it 100, as some people might say. Keeping it 100. Yeah. Like, I remember I saw this thing on TV where they were, it was like some show, I think it might have been like Home Improvement or something like that, where they were talking about a snake, and they were talking about they, this guy had seen the snakes pop up everywhere, and then one time he saw it pop right up out of a toilet, and I was frantically scared. I was like seven or eight, and I looked at my mom, I'm like, did that happen? <laughs> now, most of the times, as a parent, as you know as a parent, you just want to sleep at night. You don't want that kid to worry about anything. Just let them live because if they worry, then you're going to have to listen to it. So most of the times you would think a parent would go, no, that ain't ever going to happen. My mom, in all her infinite wisdom, looked at me and goes, well, anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that'll I'll never really fully use the bathroom right again. I'll be like that kid from Look Who's Talking where it's like, I'll bite off your tushy. <laughs> that was what I was going to be. This is me from now on. Um, snake coming out of the toilet. I'm not going to lie to you. That used to be one of my horrifying things, you know, that when I was real young, like I, I would look down as I was using the bathroom several times during the Just to make the sure it was there. Just to make sure. Because oh, <laughs> there was always the possibility that a snake could have popped up. Yeah. You know, I had that same fear. I'm with you. I had, I had that fear because my mom instilled it in me. <laughs> I probably seen it on HBO or something. Amongst other things. <laughs> Don't fit. I'm going to have to buy new clothes. Don't drive to the mall. Take a trip down to 51 South Creek Drive in Jackson. See Matt Hoover and the gang at Maximum Health and Fitness. They will not only whip you back into shape, they will keep you in the clothes that you already own. Well, what are my options? Do I have a way to just kind of dip my toe in? Mention this podcast and you will receive a free trial membership. Well, that's it. Enough is enough. I'm heading there right now. Maximum Health and Fitness. 
51 South Creek Drive in Jackson. Do you want me to go? What? All right. Hey, everybody. I called the wrong number trying to call the parts store. And then them DJ said I had charisma. Either way, my name's Ray J, and I'm going to give y'all some advice. Anytime you call, I'm going to tell you like it is. Let's see if we got us a caller. We got Jimmy Richardson on the phone. Go ahead, Jimmy. Uh, hi, Mr. AJ. I'm, I'm, I appreciate you taking my call. Um, I'm, I'm real troubled, man. I got a problem. I can already tell by the sound of your voice, son. Go ahead and tell me. Well, um, I'm, I'm 12 years old, and... I have a lot of problems with acne. Can you, can you tell me what I need to do to maybe help me? Well, I'm going to tell you the right way. Now, this is how my, my, my paw told me to do, and it works, son. What you do is you'll go and go to your daddy's room, reach in that top drawer, and get one of his neckerchiefs out. And you're going to put that by your bedside. And you're going to go in there in your room, turn out all them lights, and you're going to go to sleep. And when you wake up in the morning... to help me? No, don't cut me off. Don't do that. Because you're going to make me mad and something bad's going to happen. Now listen, when you wake up in the morning with that damn handkerchief, and you throw it on that tent maker, and you go in that bathroom, and you piss on that handkerchief, and you put that neckerchief, that piss-coated neckerchief on your face and the chemicals and all that crap in your piss is going to clear all that acne away. And I'm promising you, son, Ray J ain't going to steer you wrong. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Ray J giving advice. So speaking of old sayings, um, we were sitting, there t we were looking at through this stuff, and I started thinking about a song that my grandmother used to sing called "Derby Town." And Derby Town, feel free to interact with me. <laughs> I know nothing about Derby Town. You Derby Town, to, you say? Or you something? want me to just cut you off? Yeah, while nothing. You're in the I was just middle of your storytelling. No, but my grandmother used to sing this song called "Derby Town," and as Derby Town, <laughs> Derby Town. <laughs> they all had very fancy hats in this town. But no, she's saying that. <laughs> she's saying this song called Derby Town, and <laughs> don't. <laughs> Just don't. Uh, as, as, as grandkids, we would gather around because the song would be. It would, it would poke fun at some things, and it would try to 
hint at being dirty. And anytime it got to a dirty part, they would hit a, a bridge and go to the chorus and kind of go over it. But it was, it's an old song. It's a very old song that she knew that was dirty, but it was dirty before dirty was being okay. So they would edit themselves in the song. So I, I'm, I'm assuming this is it. So let's listen. You go down Derby Town, Derby Town one day. I saw the little Billy go down with that bed on hay. The horns up on that Billy go, Lord, they was solid bright. One was in his head. The other one in his boopity 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 bo
It's just little things like that that, like Southern sayings, reminds me of stuff like that. Well, the sound of that song means we've reached the end of episode 11. Josh, if they want to follow us on Facebook, where do they go? Just put in Pop Poncho. And what about Twitter? P3 Radio 1. And on YouTube, just type in P3 Radio in your search bar. If you want to give us a call at some point on our hotline, what's the number for that? 731-300-6675. Or 731-300-MORE. Once again, we'd like to thank everybody for joining us today for P3 Radio Episode 11. For Josh Bradley, this is Richard Mulligan saying thank you and good night. P3 Radio.